From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, May 20th. All seven of Grand County's commissioners this week indicated their support for a federal public lands bill in our local area. They say they want to work with U.S. House Representative John Curtis on legislation. Representative Curtis passed the Emory County Public Land Management Act in 2019, which he said solved many land management questions across hundreds of thousands of acres. The federal act solidified areas in Emory County for conservation, development, recreation, and grazing. There was a discussion between Congressman Curtis and his staff and um, me and Commissioners Clapper and Adler. And I think we did, we indicated to them that a public lands bill was something that we were interested in pursuing. Commissioner Kevin Walker. He said Grand County is different than Emory County, but with seven commissioners, he said a public lands bill might get handled more quickly. He indicated support for starting this process sooner rather than later. My, my opinion is that we're cautiously optimistic about the public lands bill. I, I would hesitate to assign a time frame right now. I think a year from now is kind of probably too slow. I think we could get going sooner than that. Walker plans to reach out to Curtis's staff to get preliminary talks going. The only caution in the public lands bill discussion came from Grand County Administrator Chris Baird. In the 2010s, he sat on the then county council when former U.S. Representative Rob Bishop introduced his Utah Public Lands Initiative. The federal bill required a lot of the council's time, included many grueling public hearings, and the bill ultimately failed. You know, one thing I guess we have to keep in mind is if we did want to do a public lands bill, it's a very extensive process. And we also have to get our general plan update done, our capital facilities plan update done, our master transportation plan update, and our impact fee plan done. These are all overdue. And so I think that um, throwing another huge planning project into the mix at the same time would be virtually impossible. In response to Baird's concerns, commissioners indicated they could lean on community-based public lands experts, like retired and local Bureau of Land Management and Park Service staffers who have indicated interest in helping with the bill. Commission Chair Mary McGann estimated they could work on all of the various planning efforts in parallel. I think we could take the commission and divide and conquer, you know, having certain people working on the general plan, certain people working on the different plans. I think the timing is real important now because uh, everything's going to shake up in two years. So I think starting to work on it sooner than later is a good idea. Public lands issues are tough, often messy, and can even devolve into what the Deseret News last week called schoolyard fighting. The phrase came up last week when Representative Curtis and Senator Mitt Romney introduced the 2021 Shawnee Wilderness Designation Act. The bill allocates nearly 300,000 acres of land in Illinois for the National Wilderness Preservation System. Their bill is meant solely as a rebuke to an Illinois senator who supports additional wilderness designations in Utah. The Grand County Commission and Curtis's team do not yet have a timeline or large-scale plan for a local public lands bill just yet. Earlier this month, the Grand County Commission passed a public lands vision statement. The one-page statement is mostly made up of bullet points, but does indicate support for a number of goals for local public lands, including watershed protection, climate resilience, and minimization of user conflict. 
In other public lands news from the commission this week, they approved a letter to the local Bureau of Land Management field office. The letter includes comments on a travel management plan for the Labyrinth Canyon and Gemini Bridges area outside of Moab. Commissioners say they want motorized routes out of earshot from quiet recreation areas like canyon bottoms, canyon rims, and the Green River Corridor. In addition, the west side of Labyrinth Canyon is designated wilderness, and commissioners say so should be the east side. The the gist of this comment letter, we're just saying that there's a wide variety of recreation that occurs in Moab, and we want to make sure that there's room for all different forms, which was maybe easy 20 or 30 years ago because we're a big county, but as we become more crowded, the letter says that we need to be a little more mindful and purposeful about sort of creating zones for motorized emphasis or quiet recreation and that kind of thing. The BLM is in its initial planning stages for the Labyrinth Canyon Gemini Bridges travel plan. Find more information in the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast. Conservationists in Utah and across the West are praising the Biden administration's nomination of Tracy Stone Manning to lead the Bureau of Land Management. Since 2017, Stone Manning has served as Senior Advisor for Conservation Policy at the National Wildlife Federation. Before that, she was Chief of Staff for Montana Governor Steve Bullock and Director of that state's Department of Environmental Quality. Mark Richardson, with our partners at the Public News Service, has more. Brett Prettyman, director of the Utah Wildlife Federation, says after four years of BLM policies fashioned by oil industry insiders, Stone Manning is the right person at the right time. It's just really vital for us to have somebody who can split the differences and be a collaborative partner in taking care of the landscapes of the West. It's been something that's been missing in recent years. While Stone Manning's nomination has strong support among Democrats, she could face a fight with Senate Republicans for her opposition to moving BLM headquarters to Colorado and her call to block the nomination of her predecessor, oil industry attorney William Perry Pendley, to head the agency. Shortly after his inauguration, President Joe Biden ordered the BLM to review its oil and gas leasing program and align its management of public lands and waters with his climate, conservation, and clean energy goals. Prettyman believes Stone Manning is well-suited to deal with public land issues. Grazing is a very big issue in the West, and I think she's aware of that. She's been able to work on issues like that in the past, and I feel like she's got a lot of experience that's going to help her represent interests for the BLM in Utah and across the West. Prettyman says Stone Manning's history of collaboration will bring disparate groups and stakeholders together to determine the best way to manage BLM's 900 million acres of public land and water. It takes partnerships to get things done, and it takes vision to recognize the value of the landscape in more ways than financial gain for industry. Senate leaders have not yet set a date for Stone Manning's confirmation hearings. I'm Mark Richardson. COVID-19 vaccine supplies are now abundant. Nationally, about 60% of adults have had at least one shot. But in our region, most people are still unvaccinated. The Mountain West News Bureau's Madeline Beck reports what that could mean for herd immunity. Wyoming has the lowest vaccination rate in the region. Only about a third of residents there have gotten at least one vaccine shot. To achieve herd immunity, epidemiologists suggest we need about 70% or more people to become immune. However, we don't know how many people built up antibodies after getting the virus and how long those antibodies might last. Mark Dowell is an infectious disease physician and a County Health Officer in Casper, Wyoming. 
the question that we cannot answer yet is of the people that had the infection but didn't know it, did they get good protection from their immune system to add to our herd immunity? Dowell says we don't even know how long the vaccines will stave off the virus, though many expect it to last at least a year. At the same time, areas with low rates of immunity could allow the virus to mutate into a more dangerous strain. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Madeline Beck. About 43% of Utahns have gotten at least one vaccine shot, according to state data. Health officials say there's plenty of vaccine in Grand County. Learn how you can get vaccinated at seuhealth.com. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, May 20th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.